Five Points of Articulation podcast is brought to you by TempleofGeek.com, your one stop for all things geek. You can find all of our episodes and fulfill your sci fi, fantasy, and geek culture related needs at TempleofGeek.com. Welcome to the Five Points of Articulation podcast. I am part one of your host, Daniel. With me is Jose, and we're here to talk about toys. So, Jose, uh, it's been a long, long time since we recorded an episode. Apparently, life has happened. I uh, just wanted to kind of see what's been going on, man. Uh, things are pretty good. Uh, I kind of slowed down a bit on the uh, on the toy hunts, on the pickups. Well, things I picked up was like stuff I ordered from like Comic-Con. Or like things I ordered like about this, roughly around the same time or like a couple weeks ago and now it just arrived in my doorstep. Cool. So I guess while we're on that subject, what, ha- what have you gotten in the last couple weeks? Uh, well, I guess I didn't like talk about it earlier. Like uh, I went to Anime Expo a couple months ago. Was it? Yeah, a couple months ago. And I picked up like a few items there from like the Bluefin booth or the, like the Bandai booth um over there i picked up the sh monster arts uh godzilla from king of the monsters uh, i haven't opened him up yet but he looks phenomenal like the packaging in the box and the and a, the articulation people tell me it's phenomenal and i kind of want to spend on um, 200 bucks to get king Ghidorah <laughs> to like match him up with um what else i picked up some a few model kits a few um kind of like desktop figures from from that booth and then uh i also bought their comic-con blind bag they had going on during comic-con as like their gundam one so i bought so it came like a bunch of model kits a bunch of little like more uh what is it like i guess like paperweights or like desktop figurines you could post around your desk so that was really cool and what else did i pick up um I think I picked, I can't remember what else I picked up. I know I picked up a few things. Oh, I picked. I finally got the Loki and Corpus Blade two pack. So yeah, it was like super excited when I saw it on the on my website. You know, I'm gonna order it. Finally got it in the mail. I was super happy I could finally complete the Black Order. A little sad that like I had to get another Loki figure. I felt like Hasbro could have easily replaced it with something else, or Add like a, a newer figure into this lineup. You could add um, Handel in that two pack. That'd be better. Well, from what I understand, there, you can never have too many uh, Loki's, right? Apparently not. And it's a and plus it's a re it's a reissue one they use for the as uh, Thor Ragnarok Thor Ragnarok Ragnarok wave. They just like repainted him, and then that's pretty much. It. I think they kind of mess with like the face mold a little bit, look more like Tom Hiddleston. So so they got lazy. Yeah, they pretty much got lazy. <laughs> and um, what else? I also got the uh, Target exclusive or Entertainment Earth exclusive Iron Man and Iron Spider 2-pack. And that was another one that you said you didn't want to get another Tom Holland, but are you happy with the Tom Holland figure that came with it? Yeah, because like he has like his, he has like, the accessories. He has like the legs. He has like, because the one that came out Oof, like a while back to built the first Dano built the figure he had like no gauntlets on his wrist from if you guys remember in the movie he had like it was like golden gauntlets on top of his like uh, armored spider suit 
the figure didn't have any legs or a changeable head. This had like the legs, the head. It had more detail on the suit. You can you can do comparisons on like from like movies or like posters. Like wait, this matches up, matches up. And then Iron Man, I never got that version. Of Iron Man, the Mark Fifty. Uh-huh. So it's a nice like attachment to it, and he had like cool accessories as well. That's awesome, man. What anything else that you happen to grab? Um, nothing. That's pretty much it. Uh, I had some like mysterious orders canceled on me for no apparent reason. So, so that, that was really, that just was really get random pre orders that are canceling on you. Yeah, like I like I pre order the um, the Mezco um, Comic Con exclusive um, Jim Gordon with the working back signal. I like great. I like I was gonna can't wait to open it up and possibly review it. So I check my email. Like it says, like all oh, your order has been canceled, like for blah blah, blah reasons. Like what do you mean canceled? I had like money in the bank, so able to do. The purchase order, it's like, you know, talk to people from Mezco, like, oh, it's like, they gave me, like, the runaround, but I had a feeling they had, like, too many orders they couldn't um, fulfilled. So, yeah, I'm assuming they canceled most of them, I guess, or half of them. So that was a bummer. Well, maybe you'll get lucky and they'll redo the order or something like that if there was a mistake. Maybe they'll give you the opportunity to reorder yeah, it. But it, but I got I got my money back for the pre-order, so which it really doesn't happen with Mezco. Usually, when you pre-order something and you cancel it, like you lose a deposit. But since I was like I talked to them, I guess like understand my situation, so they just gave me back my the, the money for the pre-order, which it wasn't a total loss. Well, I was gonna say if they canceled it, they better have given you mm-hmm. back your pre-order because <laughs> that wasn't yeah. you canceling it. Well, awesome, man. Um, I, I've picked up oh yeah a lot <laughs> since since we've last spoke, but I'm not going to go over everything because yeah, it's it's a lot. But I am going to touch on a couple of the key things that I picked up because I think they're just really cool, and I, I just kind of want to talk about them. Uh, one of the first things I got was I finally found the Nightcrawler uh, from the Wendigo Build a Figure line of the uh, X Men Legends. Uh, I'm sorry, Marvel Legends action figures. Uh, that Nightcrawler is actually a really nice looking Nightcrawler. I don't know if you had the opportunity to find one or pick one up. Um, but yeah, he comes with uh, two interchangeable heads and a sword, um, an extra hand, and you know, of course, the Wendigo build a figure piece. Um, he looks great. He looks fantastic. I, I'm I'm really happy with the paint details and everything on the figure. He just he looks really nice, and he's going to go fantastic with my X Men Gold team that I'm almost done building. Uh, something else I found, and I think this was a complete mistake that I found this. I don't know if I was supposed to find this at Target or not, but I found the uh, War for Cybertron uh, three-pack Voyager Seeker set. Um, I thought that was an online item. I may have been wrong, but it was just sitting in the clearance aisle at Target, and I snatched it up, and... Yeah, I mean, I see that they're going for like 170 bucks on eBay now. I was like, holy crap. Wow. So I, I was very happy to pick that up. Um, of course, you know, they always, Hasbro always, when they do a seeker mode, they always reuse that mold over and over and over again. And of course, this new seeker mold that they made for the War for Cybertron line is probably going to be no different because they're coming out with uh, Star, or they already came out with Starscream and Skywarp. Thundercracker should be getting ready to release here soon. 
Um, we just got this three pack with acid ion and Nova storms. And then they also have that target exclusive, uh, red one. I can't remember what his name is. Red wing or something like that. Yeah. It has like a little smirk face as well. Yeah. So that's seven figures of that same mold. <laughs> I'm not going to go try to hunt down the target one. Um, I'm happy that I got this three pack and you know, um, which leads me into my next figure. I, I picked up another seekers, uh, the sky warp, uh, three pack, or I, I guess it wasn't really a three pack. It was a, uh, Oh, what is it called? The midnight squadron, um, phantom, uh, phantom strike squadron or whatever, uh, from the war for cybertron line. So it comes with a uh, sky warp and three of, I guess what they're calling battle masters, which are what I call target masters. They're two guns and then, uh, <laughs> a, uh, an ax that transform into robots. And it comes with some of the uh, battle effects, so like the blasts and all that stuff. That figure looks so much better than the Starscream figure. He looks amazing. Uh, I just love the color scheme on Skywarp. He's always been one of my favorite Seekers. Uh, you know, Starscream, of course, is my favorite Seeker, but the look of Skywarp is just amazing and awesome, and the colors are beautiful, and I just love them. And this this toy is just freaking fantastic. Uh Something else I kind of accidentally stumbled into was the Colossus Juggernaut two pack. Uh, the Juggernaut figure is probably my favorite in that pack, although I do like the original costume on Colossus. So, you know, that Colossus figure is going to go into my little golden, my X-Men gold team squadron. But that that Juggernaut figure is just absolutely freaking amazing with the battle damaged helmet and everything. And it's just so freaking massive to hold in your hand. It, it is it's an awesome piece of toy. So is the Juggernaut the same build figure that came out a couple years ago? Yes, it, it looks exactly like the build a figure from what I can tell. Um, the only thing different about it is just it's a lighter paint scheme. I think the uh, the build a figure Juggernaut was a darker brown. Um, this one that came into the two pack was a lighter, like a almost red maroon color of the uniform. Okay. And, but it comes with interchangeable hands, extra head, and then the battle damage helmet. So if you missed out on the build a figure, I would totally recommend this two pack. It is totally worth it. And you get a couple extra pieces from what I can tell. I don't remember if the build a figure came with extra buildable pieces to like give them extra hands or anything. No, I think it was just like this, <clears throat> just a solid figure. <clears throat> and he had like I think just closed fists, I believe. I think he didn't come with any extra pieces. Yeah, he this one comes with uh, two kind of semi-opened hands and two closed <laughs> fists. So yeah, really cool figure. Um, along the same lines, I also found the Wolverine Incredible Hulk two pack. Not a big fan of the Hulk, or the, I'm sorry, the Wolverine figure that comes with that because he looks. I, I was never a big fan of the original style Wolverine when he first made his first appearance the like the tiger looking look oh like the cat or, man a wild yeah, cat look I, i'm just not into that <laughs> costume um but the hulk figure that comes with it i was blown away with i did not believe that they could put that much detail that much articulation that much freaking styling in a hulk figure that thing is bigger than juggernaut and he just looks awesome his the the they put butterfly joints in his arms, so you could just do some amazing poses with Hulk. And he, he just looks awesome. He comes with a torn T-shirt that you can kind of take off. Uh, it looks really cool, man. I, I th- That was probably one of my favorite figures that I picked up so far. 
Um, last but not least, I also found the uh, Green Ranger Putty two pack, which you know I thought I was going to have a hard time finding that, so I was like really nervous. I was like going to pre order it and everything, but then I decided to cancel my pre order and just kind of take my chance at finding it. And the very first GameStop I went to had like twelve of them in stock, so I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. So I, I picked that up. It, it's a cool looking figure. I love the putty. I love the Green Ranger. The Green Ranger has a, it's not his traditional Green Ranger costume. It's more of a, the, the bat in the sun productions version of Green Ranger. Yeah. I was going to say that. I was really weird when I saw like the images, they talked about it. I think they showed it in Comic-Con and people were like, Ooh, that's cool. But wait a minute. Why is it? Like, why is the helmet different? And stuff like that. I mean, like Jason David Frank went on his Instagram talking about like the toys and stuff. It's uh-huh. like, I, I don't know why they chose like the, this the, the the battle and sun this version instead of like the classic version like what well uh, i know why hasbro probably got lazy in their department they probably did a google search and that was probably one of the most recent google searches and they're like all right let's design it mm-hmm. or also probably the, like, the popular design that people like liked or that was like the most like seek out image i'm, I'm guessing well from what i can tell about the costume nothing else about the costume is the bat in the sun costume except for just like the, you know, the bat in the sun costume has almost like this diamond type pattern in the green mm-hmm. it's it's like a textured pattern i mean this looks like his regular costume just with the bat in the sun helmet yeah so i don't know but it's a cool looking figure i love it it's great um i think it looks way better than the bandai version um, plus you can also change his head out and give him the Tommy head if you want. So yeah, really cool figure. Um, and that's just a small taste of what I've got. A lot of two packs and three packs. So awesome. So that was all the toys we picked up. Let's talk a little bit about toy news. Uh, Jose, you Actually, before we started recording, said you had a news article thing that you wanted to talk about. So yeah, so I don't know if most of you guys know. Um, during the during the nineties, there's a uh, there's a record company called Death Row Records that sponsored uh, worked with a bunch of uh, artists or uh, yeah artists during the nineties like like Tupac, Soup Dog, uh, Dr. Dre, and started by Suge Knight, hardcore rap group. Or a rap a rapper company, um, record company, and then it just started just to fade out. The early two thousands, no one, no, not a bunch of records came out from this company, and then other companies bought it and renamed it. Bought it, didn't rename the name. Some did, some didn't. And le- now the current owner of Death Row, Death Row Records is Hasbro. Say what now? Uh, the current <laughs> owner. <laughs> For Death Row Records is Hasbro Toys. Uh, a toy company owns a music company that deals with rap. Mm-hmm. Not just any rap, gangster rap. So what's the deal with that? It's It just baffles me. I believe, I, I guess, um, I guess this gives it a real reason why Hasbro bought it. I guess just for to reach out a new market, I believe. Which I know other companies do that by other companies to reach out a new demographic. So so far they haven't had any plans what to do with that for records. Uh, I know a few friends of mine. We talked about this. Like why didn't they make Marvel uh, six inch figures of like these uh, iconic rappers? Like I wouldn't mind buying a Tupac six inch figure. I was getting ready to ask. Do you think that's their plan? Is to release this uh, Legends of Gangster Rap? figure line i 
I wouldn't see, I probably see that in the, in the, in the distant futures. I know other companies, they made like, <clears throat> especially McFarland toys. They've done like a line of like, uh, rock and roll artists. It's like that. I know they did like a Santana one. They've done like a whole kiss lineup. Yeah. There's uh, like uh, a kiss reaction figure or something like that. That's out right now at target that I seen. It comes with the little four kiss band members. Yeah. So, uh, it, so it's, it, a- it, it, it's a genre. I think that people, would purchase mm-hmm. and I don't think there's been any if at all many gangster rap figures um, if there is it's probably customs from like like third world, like third parties that have done like different variants and stuff but I know there's like a a, a big uh, a biggie figure but it's like made from like a third uh, third party company so I think it'd be a nice market just like for like maybe for like more of the adult collectors like hey guys remember in the 90s like we got like tupac you know soup dog dr dre we're gonna make these the figures and see how they go well because i'm sure people will buy them i would buy one just to add it my weird collection like hey i got spider-man i got obi-wan kenobi and i got uh tupac all three of them sitting on the couch and just think now now they're going to be able to reuse some of their uh, molds again so you know you'll be able to take like the kingpin mold and put Biggie Smalls head on it or something. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's interesting, man. I never, I never, I, I didn't even hear about that. I know you were kind of shocked when I was like, say what now? <laughs> Cause yeah. I was like, I didn't even hear about that in the news. Yeah. It was really crazy. I think I saw one of the news articles that showed like the death row records um, logo, which it's, it's a, a electric chair. That's their logo. And right next to it, it's like My Little Pony. And I'm like, what is going on here? And this is the first image I saw. News article. I didn't read the headline or anything. Once I read it, like, what? That's insane. Like, what are they going to do now? Are they going to release, like, kid-friendly gangster rap albums? Like, Kid Bop? <laughs> kid Bop. <laughs> but, like, the Hasbro banner on it? Or is, like, are, is Optimus Prime going to have a record deal for Death Row Records? <laughs> We'll probably get another uh, Masterpiece 10 variant that has like Death Road Records in print on the side of Optimus's cab or whatever, like they did for Ghostbusters and everything else. Yes, yeah, so they have like on his like on his cross of his chest. So instead of like having like Thug Life, like Tupac, will have like you know Autobots for Life or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's crazy, man. I, I I never would have dreamed a toy company would be buying a a music label like that. And I never even knew that that music label was wanting to sell. I mean, I thought from what I understood that, you know, and I'm not really big into music, but I, I thought they were doing pretty well to not need to be sold to a toy company, but that's interesting. I guess I'm going to have to look that up and kind of read more into it. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. It just baffles me too. Like I, I knew like other companies do that. Like to, like I said, to reach another new new demographic, but I never thought like, a toy company buying uh, a music company like this. It's usually probably the other way around, like a music company buying out like a the toy company. Yeah. To make, you know, new products, you know, new market and stuff like that. But it's, ah, it's weird. I, I can't wait. What's, what are they going to do with this? Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting. And I mean, it's, it's just something else to add to uh, Hasbro's repertoire of stuff. They're taking over the world, man. Yeah, like we got Marvel, we got star Wars and we're going to get, we're getting into the rap game. <laughs> Well, I don't have too many news stories to talk about. I do have one that I kind of want to just briefly go over. 
Um, as y'all are aware, Hasbro Pulse has put up two um, new HasLab uh, crowdfunded toys. One of them was Cookie Monster, and the other one was Unicron. The Cookie Monster one uh, never got funded. It it ran out of time, and I think it only had like a total of like I don't know. 60 or 70, 70 backers or whatever it may be more I, I don't remember but it was like a really extremely low number um so today today being friday uh that's when we're recording it's supposed to be the last day of the unicron um crowdfunding so i decided to go online and check it out to see what's going on with it is it going to be backed where we're at and as of this recording, we're at 5,538 backers, and it should have ended tonight at 11.59 Eastern Standard Time. But I noticed underneath the target and the backers, the funding now says that it has 37 days, 11 hours, 57 minutes left. And as I read through, it looks like they extended the deadline to October 6. So my question, or I guess my response to this is, why do you think they respond? Uh, they extended the deadline? I think there's some shenanigans going on here. They they gave an original date of August 31st or 30th. I'm sorry. And now they have extended it out. So is it because they didn't want to have two failures back to back? I think it's probably because like, I think for the Unicron, it's like halfway there. They figure if, if we push it up for like another, was it another month? I believe. It's a month and a couple days. I mean, we're we're looking at another thirty-seven days now. I mean, that's that's how long it originally had when uh, it was announced. Yeah, I think that's probably why so they figure like, oh, we have five thousand backers, we just need two thousand more. Like, well, how about we extend it and like let's see how it goes? Because I know I've seen like images on Instagram. They add like new features, like like different chin uh, attachments for Unicron. Uh-huh. And it comes with like a little Galbatron. You can like have Unicron eat it. And then I guess I saw that. Oh, cool. So that means like they're almost done or they literally are done with the product. And I saw the same thing. I saw like, oh, they have about 5,000 uh, backers on this. Like, whoa, this is going to end like the next week or so. And then now, since now they're extending it, I think it's they're They realize like we're about core of the way there. Let's push it one more month. And let's see if we get more people to back back this up. I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm I'm at the firm belief. I want this figure. I really do. I I, I want it. But five hundred and seventy five dollars is just too much money for me to even justify buying this figure. And for them to do it in one full payment, I mean, I don't know. I just I I don't think this is right. This is, and then for them to extend it, I was you know and. Don't get me wrong. I was hoping that it wasn't going to get funded because then I was like, they're going to, you know, then they're going to come back out with it later and probably do a limited run of it. They're going to release it to specialty stores and it will probably be a lot cheaper because quite honestly, he's no, he's just a few inches taller than Metroplex, you know, uh, Fort Maximus or Omega Supreme. He's just a little bit taller than those guys. Probably has about the same amount of plastic. Yes, he has a couple extra features, and yes, he does come with a stand. But does that does that justify almost a four hundred dollar price increase over those other figures? Something like this, I see being like a two hundred fifty dollar figure, maybe max. Five hundred seventy five dollars, I, I can't justify it, and 
I, I really was trying to be selfish and hope it wasn't going to get funded. But it has like 46 points of articulation, Daniel. The fingers move. That's why it costs seven, almost $700 because the fingers it, move. It's crazy. Um, and I, I just I, I just think this is shenanigans on their part. They should, you know, originally it was supposed to end today. It should have ended today. And I, 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 I don't know. Just like the Cookie Monster thing. I mean, the Cookie Monster they let fail. Why did they let that fail? Was it because there just wasn't no interest in it? Yes, there's some interest in this. I mean, there's obviously 5,538 people that want to back it. But, you know, you you needed 8,000 people by August 30th, and now you've extended it to October 6th. So, I don't know. I'll just wait to see what happens. Obviously, this thing is going to make the mark. Um, There should be no problem with them getting the other 2,500 backers in the next 37 days. So so once they get the backers and then once they release this thing, so retail, it's going to be what about 700. Like at, when, if I go to target, it's going to be there $700. I'm guessing. No, this is, you're, you're not going to be able to pick this up at target. The way this works is the only way you're going to be able to get this figure is through this crowdfunding thing. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like a like Kickstarter kind of thing. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just like the sell barge. So the sell barge, um, I believe that was only like $375. I don't think it was $500. I don't remember the exact price on it, but it wasn't this expensive. The sell barge was only available through the Hasbro uh, HasLab. So if you did not pre-order it and get into that crowdfunding, you are not going to get a sell barge. So they were limited to 5700 or however many they made. So, and this thing, you know, if it does hit 8,000, 8,100, or however many of the final number is going to be, you know, that means that there's only going to be 8,000 Unicrons in the world that's made. So that's going to be a very rare, extremely high dollar price. So it's going to be an amazing piece to have in your collection. But I just, I just think this price is just way out of control. But that's yeah. just me. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I can see, like, once I saw this, I thought, before they announced the price, I thought, you know what? This could be, like, maybe, like, three hundred dollars because like the, the sure size and like the the uh rarity it is i could see i thought maybe 300 once you told me it was like about 500 dollars, like whoa this is ugh. you know 300 dollars. i would have pre-ordered it i, I would have had no problem 250 i would have pre-ordered too <laughs> but 575 dollars for just one figure there, there's no way. I, I, I can't do it. I can't believe there's 5,538 people out there right now that's wanting to do this. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're all millionaires. You know what? Like, I like Unicron when I was a kid. I like the movie. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to invest <laughs> on this. I'm sorry. Since we've been talking, now there's 5,542 backers. So, you know, four. Wow. Four more people are backing it. <laughs> also. Awesome. Since we're talking about the HasLab, what other uh, prop uh, figures would you want them to make? Honestly, I, I don't I don't want them to do this crowdfunding thing. I, I think if they're going to release something like this, they should say, Hello, Transformer fans. We're going to release uh, a Unicron mm-hmm. to the masses, um, but we're only going to release 5,000 figures. He's going to cost $400 if you want to buy it. Here's the price and leave it at that. This has lab thing is uh, what, what uh, what's upsetting about this has lab is like, let's look at all the people that wanted to pre-order cookie monster. For example, mm-hmm. people got excited about this cookie monster live action or real authentic looking puppet because it didn't get crowdfunded. 
those people that pre-ordered it or that was going to back the project are now not going to be able to get this, this, this thing that they got excited about. And I don't think that's fair. They got excited. They wanted to back the project. It didn't get funded. Now they're not going to get something that they got excited about. So it's kind of like a tease. And I just, I don't like stuff like this. I mean, Hasbro is a big enough company that it doesn't need us to crowdfund their projects. Um, You know, crowdfunding to me is for like a startup. Like, like, let's say I wanted to build an action figure and then I'm going to reveal pictures and stuff of it to try to get people to support it. That's understandable because I'm a person that doesn't have multi-millions of dollars in factories all over the world to manufacture this thing. Yeah, Hasbro has all that. (laughs) Or a record company. (laughs) Hasbro has all of that and has the means to produce this figure. So why they're trying to do the whole crowdfunding model i just i don't get it um i I guess it's a way to participate with fans but you can do that just by saying hey we're going to release unicron here's eight thousand figures if you want to buy it here's the website and then after eight thousand okay we're sold out that to me makes more sense Mm, yeah it kind of does because i know lego has a thing like that it's like you can submit your ideas or submissions to legos and they don't like force. They don't do this crowdfunding thing. They like if you have enough like enough support for those like certain things, we're we're gonna make it and we're gonna release it uh, only in our Lego stores or online stores. And maybe later on you'll see it in retails. Because I know they've done it before with the Ecto One with the DeLorean from Back to the Future. I believe. Yeah, I just recently saw Fred Flintstone at my Barnes and Nobles, the Flintstones uh, car and house. Yeah, also I believe like the Yellow Submarine from the Beatles, the uh, Beatles album. Um, what other stuff? I think they announced their big project is the uh, Jurassic Park with like the gigantic T Rex and like the the big uh, gate. And I believe one, I believe one of the jeeps or SUVs in the movie that's going to be this one massive thing. And it's not crowdfunded. It's like fans supporting like how about you guys make this or make this and like all right cool if you have enough people interested in it we'll make it and we'll give a price point and not too crazy i think that whole t-rex thing is about maybe less 200 less than 200 bucks well lego is always expensive to me but i get what you're saying Uh and it makes more sense to do that um now don't get me wrong hasbro does do that you know they're doing their classic re-releases of their transformers and they had a poll up recently that was like, hey, out of these four classic molds, who do you want to see? So it was between like Skywarp, Thundercracker, Astro Train, and I can't remember who the fourth one was. But so people, fans got to choose which Transformer they're going to release next at Walmart. Okay, see, that's not that bad. But I just, you know, I just, this whole crowdfunding model and making this thing this expensive, I just, I don't know. I'm... I'm sad because, I, like I said, I really want this figure. I think this would look amazing with my collection, but I just I can't justify five hundred seventy five dollars. Yeah, it's <clears throat> you know how many toys you can buy with that. <laughs> For reals. <laughs> but enough harping on this. That's all we have for the news. So let's get on to our main subject. Uh, a couple months ago, we did a top. 10 list for Jose's favorite 10 action figures that was purchased in the year 2019 so far. Mm-hmm. We never got to do my list. <laughs> yeah. Life, um, came, life came along. We had things to do and we just were too busy. I know most of you guys are, especially me. Like, I get messaged a lot about 
our toy podcast, and then once my review came out for like for my top ten, and they were like, "Oh, so when is Daniel's gonna do his top 10? Like, and like weeks and weeks. So they're and like, "Well, we're busy. We have things going on, but we'll definitely do it before the end of the year because we gotta do our like top ten toys of 2019 <laughs> pretty soon." Yeah, and I think I think when we do that episode, we're gonna probably just do ours like you know your top ten, my top ten, same episode. Yeah. Um, but without further ado, (laughs) um, and sadly I had an extra month and a half to, uh, buy some more figures to fall in love with over Jose. So my list may be a little bit more current, but that still doesn't mean that we don't love what we got. So without further ado, here are my top 10 favorite action figures so far this year. And if you remember, the stipulation needs to be the figures had to have come out in 2019 and we had to have purchased them. Mm Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, my number 10 action figure is actually a two-pack. Um, and this was something I found out about by sheer accident. I was just kind of looking online. and was like, holy crap, I need to get that. And then I found it online and just went ahead and ordered it. It's the Karate Kid Daniel and Johnny two-pack from um, uh, NECA. So, it's my first NECA action figure. Never owned a NECA action figure. Um and sadly, you know, it's I have not removed it from the box yet because it just looks pretty, pretty nice in the packaging. <laughs> but it's basically uh, Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence in the final All Valley Karate Championship. It has the background from the movie. It has a little karate mat and a trophy that comes with the figures. Looks really cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just really excited about that figure. Uh, or I should say figures because there's there's two of them. Um, standby real fast. Right. Works getting in the way. I'll have to edit this part out. Okay. Uh, so yeah, there's two of them in the box, and the the figures just look they they look really great. So I I know I'm kind of cheating by saying by saying multiple figures, but they're really part of one set. So that's why I like them. They're, they're just really great. That's why they're in my number 10 spot. First NECA figures. I'm not really a big fan of, uh, action figures that come with real life cloth and stuff, but these figures, I think look really cool. Uh, I'm a f- like, I, I'm gonna count that. I, I count that as a, as a one figure. It's, it doesn't matter. It's a two pack. I count as one, you know? Um, uh, but I'm a big fan of cloth because like, I'm like, I hate for like the Marvel legends and also the DC uh, figures. Like they use the plastic, capes or pla- like plastic material like i hate that but for like the star wars black series it's they have capes like, or like cloth material like why can't you just make a cloth cape for for Magneto or for dr doom <laughs> it's because cl- it's because uh, you know the, and this is just my opinion of it but like if you were to make a cape that small it just doesn't drape proper properly and look like a real cape on a figure um, like a real cape would look in, on, in real life. Cause you know, it's, it doesn't have that weight, doesn't have that heft. So it's not going to fall the same on an action figure as it would on a real person. So that's why I think they go the molded route because they can make the capes look flowing and rippled and all that other stuff that they can, you know, that the character, how the characters look on the actual page. Uh, but so annoying. <laughs> I know it's, but that's just my opinion. Uh, so that was my number 10. My number nine figure is actually one I just kind of talked about. It's the the uh, Tommy Putty 2-pack. 
and I, I'm not really talking about the putty. The putty figure is actually a really cool figure, but it's just a putty figure. So it's basically just a gray piece of plastic with more gray bits. <laughs> but the Tommy action figure that came with it is actually really cool. Um, I had picked up the Bandai version um, before, I guess when they were re-released or whatever, right before the lightning collection came out. Uh-huh. And so one thing I didn't like about the Bandai version was one, it's about seven inches tall. So it's a little bit taller than a six inch figure. And the joints just feel really loose on it. So like when you try to pose it and stuff, it's like the feet joints don't hold up the weight of the figure and everything. Well, when this new, this new green Ranger figure came out from the lightning collection, um, you know, it, it has, it's a Hasbro figure. It's, it's tight joints. Um, you know, depending on if you found the right figure or not, you know, Hasbro does have a, quality issues sometimes where some of the figures are loose but this one that i have is all tight joints paint scheme looks really good on it and you know like we discussed earlier it has that that mask design from uh bat in the sun so it just it looks really cool especially standing next to the white ranger that i picked up earlier so yeah these uh that tommy figure uh green ranger figure just looks really awesome and it's it's my number nine figure nice very nice my number eight figure is a figure that you talked about on your episode. It is the Transformers Bumblebee Optimus Prime figure. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about this figure. It's just Generation One Prime and the the what Michael Bay should have used as the aesthetic of Optimus in the original Transformers film. It's what I would have pictured Optimus looking like in a movie. So it's just a fantastic looking figure. He was great looking in the movie. Need I say more? Yeah, I want more, like, that style. Hopefully, like, they do more Transformer movies and use that same style and mold as for Bumblebee and Optimus Prime. I I hope so, too. And, you know, I I was watching Bumblebee recently, and I was looking at some of the designs of the characters, and I started, like, really paying attention. They look like the Siege characters. So, I mean, and that's what's great about this Optimus figure is if I don't want to use the Optimus from Siege... I can throw this Optimus in the line and it looks like it fits. Yeah. So, uh, you know, hats off to whoever designed this Optimus prime, because this is how I felt the movie figures are. The movie characters should have looked. They, they, they shouldn't have looked like those alien things. This is what a transformer should have looked like in the flesh. So I, I, I love this toy a lot. You don't think that that's like this Optimus prime could have been like concept art from like the, the Michael Bay movies and like Michael Bay just didn't like it. I don't know. It's possible, but you know, Michael Bay went with that weird design and, uh, and I'm not saying, you know, for all the people that love the transformer movies, I'm not saying that they're bad designs. They're just not what I thought mm-hmm. the transformers would look like. My number, uh, I guess six spot. I had to make sure I'm counting right here. 10, nine, eight. Oh, I'm sorry. My number seven spot is, Colossus Juggernaut 2-pack, and it's because of the Juggernaut figure. Like I said earlier, the Colossus figure looks great and everything, but that Juggernaut figure, I I did not know I wanted that figure until I held it in my hands. (laughs) He just has a a massive heft to him. He looks amazing. He looks great. I don't have a lot of villain characters in my Marvel Legends collection. I think I only have, like, three. (laughs) So, uh, Juggernaut and Magneto are two of the most famous uh, X-Men villains. And I'm just glad to have both of them in my collection. And this juggernaut figure just looks really great. 
And I'm noticing now, looking at the figure, he has a belly button. <laughs> no way. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, it's 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 a really cool figure. The and especially like the cracked mask that I was not expecting that level of detail in the mask because the mask actually comes off and you can see the face underneath um, with the cracked mask. Uh, the regular mask you you can't take it off the head, but the cracked mask reveals his regular face underneath, and it just it looks great. I love it. Fantastic figure. Yeah, actually, I love the two. I love the design. I love like, the cool um, toy photography they've done it with, like, with the Juggernaut, with the with the busted helmet. I seen like a, like Juggernaut and all the other X Men. I see someone modify their Cyclops figure so they can use the the atomic uh, the Octic Blast from the Vintage Wave uh, Cyclops and they use it to like blow up his like his helmet. It looks phenomenal. Yeah, I'm mad on that Vintage Wave Cyclops that those I. The, the blasts are kind of permanently molded in the eye, the little side blasts. I wish those weren't molded in there, but whatever. <laughs> All right. My number six figure is actually kind of a cheat. This is a mold that came out in 2013, 14, but the figure was re-released this year under the star Wars black series archive edition. Of course I'm talking about, Bubba Fett. <laughs> so yes, I am cheating, but this figure did come out this year and yes, I did purchase it this year. So that means I now have the San Diego comic-con exclusive Boba Fett, which comes with the uh, Han and Carbonite. And now I have the star Wars archive version of Boba Fett. Uh, not much has changed. They did some little, little tiny minor alterations to the paint job. But other than that, it's the same figure that came out in 2013, 14. I can't remember what year. Um, but it's Boba Fett. He looks amazing. He's awesome. I, I could have like a hundred Boba Fett's in my collection. <laughs> it, it's a fantastic figure. I love it. I'm glad I added it. Did it have like more accessories or songs? Like, Same exact like, accessories. Like the blast of the pistol. Everything was the okay. same. <laughs> <laughs> the jet pack, the blaster, the rifle. And yeah, like a little, um, even came with a little cape. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say like the cough cape. Yep, everything was exactly the same as the original release. There was, like I said, it was just little tiny minor paint alterations that they made, but you could barely notice them if you stand them both next to each other. <laughs> All right, now we're in my top five. So number five is Star Trek. <laughs> just kidding, Transformers Generation Skywarp um, from the the, the Siege uh, Transformers War for Cybertron Siege line. Um, I also talked about this as a recent pickup and it's Skywarp. The color schemes on Skywarp, the black, silver, and purple look awesome. But not only that, they went the extra mile and added all the scarring and the battle damage. And he looks awesome. I, I, I just cannot explain star, you know, and Starscream is my favorite character of transformers, but Skywarp, this Skywarp figure, they just went above and beyond on the detail on him. I and mean, he just looks really good. Um, the little blaster effects, you know, and I've, I've taken pictures of it with a little stand. You put the little blast underneath his feet and it looks like he's blasting off. Um, it just, it looks great. I, I love this figure. This is just so much, looks so much better than star screen. Sorry. I keep like choking myself. That's fine. Um, and that was that a exclusive or was it, or it was a, you were pick it up. Any I believe it was, I can't remember if it was an exclusive to Amazon. I think it was. Okay. 
Um, I ordered it from Amazon, so I, and I believe it was an exclusive from Amazon. Um, now I am waiting for Thundercracker. Thundercracker is supposed to release this month, but we only have one more day, and I haven't seen him come out yet. So, um, but he is supposed to be dropping soon, and um, he may he may jump above Skywarp. I don't know. We'll see when he comes out. <laughs> The next figure that I want to talk about is my number four figure. And this is a figure that I, I, he, he's from star Wars. It's a star Wars black action figure. And I wasn't, he's, he's a cool character on the movie, but he's not one of my favorite characters. But when I got this toy in my hand, I was like, holy crap, this toy is amazing. And uh, it's basically it's just general grievous. Uh, the action figure of general grievous for the star Wars black line is just amazing the forearms the cloth cape the lightsabers the detail in the figure he, he they I, I didn't think a general grievous figure would look this good in action figure form <laughs> I, I used to have the three and three quarter inch one that came out a while back when uh, attack of the clones first came out and i i was never a big fan of that figure because i just kind of thought it looked like cheap brown plastic mm-hmm. but this figure they just put all the details in it and it, it just it just looks absolutely awesome and then the lights, the cape has like, you know, you know, on all Star Wars black figures, you could take the lightsaber out of the hilt. Mm-hmm. Well, his cape actually has little pockets that you could store the hilts in like he did in the movie. Um, so it's just, it's just really cool. Yeah. I, I have also a grievous and I, I noticed that too. Like looking, like I have I, mine still in the box. I haven't opened them, opened them yet. Um, but yeah, I, I can tell, I can see like the little like pockets for the lightsabers that's like a nice added touch and yet again cloth capes like it looks phenomenal <laughs> instead of like a hard plastic cape so yeah on that figure the cloth cape actually does look good i would admit but again you know kind of saying what i said earlier i just cloth capes on an action figure just doesn't fall i mean and you, you can see it on that one it's just kind of a round piece of cloth that surrounds his body whereas in the movie the cape kind of had weight to it they had ripples in it and all that other yeah. stuff you just can't do that with an action figure. So that's, I think that's why they go with the molded capes for their, for their, uh, superhero line. My number three action figure was actually kind of a shock to me. He was one of my favorite characters in the transformer cartoon animated series. And I haven't seen a figure done well for this guy, except for his masterpiece edition. And I'm talking about Ironhide, and I believe this was on your list as well. This is one of the first times that I've seen an Ironhide figure released for basically the masses, not not considering Masterpiece or anything like that, that looked and felt like the real character Ironhide from the cartoons. I mean, this they got the chest right. They got the head right. It just, you could just, they got the blockiness of him. He just, he, his attitude exudes Ironhide. <laughs> And this figure just looks freaking beautiful. It's one of my favorite figures from this whole line. Uh, I believe it is my favorite figure of the whole line right now. I think Omega Supreme is probably going to blow that out when I get a hold of him. But Ironhide is absolutely my favorite Transformer Siege figure at the moment. He just They just did a spot-on perfect job on him. He looks fantastic in both robot mode and in vehicle mode. I, I didn't think they would be able to pull off a Cybertronian van. But they did a really good job. Um, my number two figure, again, I just kind of recently talked about this, is the uh, Incredible Hulk from the Incredible Hulk Wolverine 2-pack. 
He is probably my favorite Marvel Legends figure that I own. <laughs> I, I, I'm, and I'm not a huge Hulk fan, but this figure just looks absolutely amazing. And he has so many freaking points of articulation. And just to see this figure in your hands, posing it with all the, the posing that you can do with it, the interchangeable hands, the torn T-shirt, he just looks absolutely freaking amazing. I, I, I am impressed with this Hulk figure. I mean, you know how like Hulk does all that weird jumping and stuff that you see him do in the movies where his hands are flying back and his legs are back and like his whole body's torted and twisted. You could do that with this action figure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it just looks so awesome. I, 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 the paint job on him is amazing. The pants, the, the, the clothes, everything about this figure is the Hulk. And what I really love about this figure is this is what, when I picture the Hulk in my head from the comics, this is the Hulk I picture. So, I mean, it's like, this is my favorite version of the Hulk. They have that new 80th edition that's coming out. I guess that they're getting ready to release on Hasbro Pulse. It was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Yeah, it was uh, with like the pipe accessory and he has like the 90s haircut. Like the Hulk you have has like the, like the bold haircut. Look. Yeah. Yeah, that to me is the Hulk. The 80th anniversary one that's coming out. The, the Yeah, that's not the Hulk. <laughs> that's an imposter. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, this Hulk figure is probably going to be very high up on my list for a very long time. Um, again, I think he's probably one of my favorite Marvel Legend figures um, that's yet to be seen. Like I said, they're getting ready to come out with the Jean Grey Cyclops Wolverine 3 pack. The Love Triangle pack? Like, what's it called? The, yep, that's coming out. And there is a certain Mr. Strong guy that's coming out that I may be falling in love with. <laughs> But we'll see. But right now, Hulk, number one. Me, Hulk, I love him. Yeah, he looks great. As I know, you, you sent me photos of him uh, with with a thing figure. And it looks like looks perfect together. Yeah, I mean, and that's uh, when I get my diorama set up, that's like one diorama I'm going to have is like the Hulk versus the thing. Because <laughs> I, I, that's more... That's more exciting to me than the Hulk Wolverine. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't... I cannot stand that costume. Sorry for all the Wolverine fans out there. I love Wolverine. He's a great character, but I could not stand that first costume. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so that's why I, that's why I didn't like want to buy this two pack. Like, well, I I seen it and like, uh, like I mean, I already have like a bunch of Wolverines. Like, I don't want like another one. Like, especially don't want don't want the one with the cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah. And as I, I hate that when they keep coming out and pumping out Wolverines, and I get it. He had multiple costumes throughout his his life cycle, but. Let's get some other characters. Let's start seeing some more obscure characters. Yeah, it's like Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Wolverine. It's like Hasbro's like go-to. Like, all right, we need another Iron Man figure. Are you sure? Like, yeah, yeah he made like a silver one. We've got to release a silver one. Or Spider-Man. Like, wait, the Spider-Verse. We can bring all the Spider-Man. Out. Which, I guess, like, I guess that one's like a, a pass since like there is like different co- different multiple costumes of Spider-Man, and they do use diff- they do use like different molds sometimes. But like Iron Man's mm-hmm. usually like the same type of mold, the same kind of color, especially for the uh, movie line. It's pretty much one type. They just change the color on it, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, and you know it's because, like I said, they have those molds, and they're like, let's get the most out of them that we can get out mm-hmm. of them. And finally, my number one action figure of 2019 so far, again, is a cheat. <laughs> Because it's an action figure that actually came out in 1984. 
but it was re-released this year in new packaging and i'll just go ahead and reveal it it is the Soundwave re-release from the transformers line complete with buzzsaw and yeah it is everything you love about Soundwave and more it it's Soundwave. <laughs> I wish I still had my original Soundwave so I can kind of compare the two because I know there's probably going to be some differences. But his back compartment still comes out and you can still put the the gun and the, the rocket launcher back there to make it look like batteries. The trap door opens up on the front so you can put the cassette tape in. The dials on the side still actually work like it's a real working uh, record player or cassette player. Uh, yeah, it's a great looking figure. He's he's definitely been removed from the box. I know a lot of people are like out there trying to buy up multiple ones so they can keep some in the box and display others. But I, when it comes to Transformers, all my Transformers come out of boxes. I don't leave them in their, their box prisons unless I'm storing them. But I have already taken them out of the box at least once to play with them. So same thing with uh, Soundwave. And the funny thing about Soundwave is I had a goat. I found out he came out that day, whatever day it was. It was sometime a couple weeks ago. Went to a Walmart. Basically, it showed that there was like five in stock there, but the Walmart was refusing to put them on the shelves. And I had to like go get a manager and actually had to get a manager involved to go find the figure Man, for me. I, I've done that. I think I've done that a few times. My argument was if it's showing on your website, showing that it's in stock at this store, I should be able to purchase it. <laughs> um, they also showed the cassette tapes, but they refused to go back and look for the cassette tapes. So I had to go drive to two other Walmarts. <laughs> and after I went to my third Walmart that day, I found the other two packs of cassette tapes. So I got Rumble Frenzy, Ravage, and Laserbeak as well. So I was able to get all, all of the figures uh, that day. Nice. So yeah, I have all the cassette tapes and I have Soundwave now. I'm really happy I found them because I see that they are going for, you know, kind of quite a bit on eBay. And like I told each Walmart representative as I was asking them to kindly look for these figures for me was, you know, I don't want to pay secondhand market prices. I, I would like to be able to purchase these figures since they're shown in stock here. Oh yeah, definitely. I want to spend an arm and a leg for two cassettes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're already $20 for two cassettes, but yeah, the whole, the whole set, if you got Soundwave and the five cassette tapes ended up being 90 bucks. Yeah. I haven't seen Soundwave like, and it's a Walmart exclusive, you guys, if you, so the Soundwave's a Walmart exclusive. Um, yeah, I haven't seen them at my stores at all. I've been seeing, um, hot, was it Hot Rod? I believe Starscreen. That's the only ones I've seen. I haven't seen yeah. like Optimus Prime. I haven't. I seen like I always see the, like the Bumblebees, like the little single card ones. I seen those. I had. I also seen the cassettes, but no Soundwave. Have you picked up the cassettes? No, I haven't picked up the cassettes. Like I, I, I like the the G one design. That's cool. But I'm waiting for specific ones. Like I'm hoping they release the Dinobots. That's one I'm gonna like soup and pick up. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy with the re-releases so far. Uh, I've picked up every single re-release that's come out, even the Optimus Prime one, even though I don't think he was worth fifty bucks. Yeah, that's that's insane. Maybe like thirty. The, maybe. Yeah, if they were gonna make him higher, they should have came with the trailer. And if he would have came with the trailer, then I could understand a fifty, sixty dollar price range on it. But he didn't come with anything except for his guns and his hands. Um, but they're not cranking them out as fast as I thought they were going to. And 
with them not cranking them out that fast, I just, I, I don't know how long this line is actually going to sustain. So, you know, Warpath and, uh, oh, I can't even remember. I think it was Gears. Warpath and Gears are the last two micro bots that came out. So there's now six of the micro mini uh, Transformers that's come out. Um, and now we got the Soundwave with the cassettes. We have Optimus. We have Hot Rod. We have Starscream. And then we have the uh, Devastator. And that's it. That's all that's come out so far. Yeah. So I, like, I'm, I'm hoping this line continues. Like, what were we saying? Um, I was saying like, yeah, um, I'll just want to wait. I, I want like the Dinobots like, since like they're my favorite and hopefully they release so soon. And then like, all right, that's it. We're going to end the line because all oh, they also haven't released Megatron, but I kind of see why they haven't released Megatron because like obviously Transformers are so gone and then, yeah, we will we will never see a Megatron re-released here in the United States. If anything, they'll re-release them as the Generation Two Megatron. Mm, which is like, yeah, the tank form, I believe, right? Yep. Or okay. Yeah, we'll we'll never see the gun one here in the United States, and it's because of the laws that we have. Mm. Unless you guys have the money to buy a masterpiece, then you can get the gun. <laughs> yeah, I have the first version masterpiece of him. Um, I don't have the re-release. The masterpiece was it thirty six, I believe it is. Um, that's the one I really want because that one is supposed to be in scale with Masterpiece 10 Optimus, which I still have in the box. Um, he's beautiful. I know I said I don't release any Transformers, but that one I have not removed from the box yet. Because <laughs> there's just too many intricate parts with him. Um, but yeah, that was my top 10 for 2019 as of so far. Uh, I'm sure there's more figures coming out this year. Like there's going to be the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi from the Clone Wars, that's going to be a Walgreens exclusive. I don't know if that's come out yet or not. But... Uh, yes, I've seen a few people posting them in the Midwest and also in the East Coast that he's been he's out there, seen, purchased. So check your Walgreens, well, you guys. Yeah, I have like twenty-seven Walgreens in my area, so I should be able to find him. I'm not I'm not worried about not finding him. Um, what else is coming out? The Emperor's coming out. I have him on pre-order. They also released uh, Ghost Force Yoda. So I've seen image, like the images for it. I don't know if it's a Walgreens exclusive or it's going to be everywhere. But I can't wait to get him so I can add it to my Force Ghost Obi-Wan Kenobi. Huh. I, I didn't even know about that one, so I'm going to have to look that one up. Yeah, so... And hopefully they'll do a Force Ghost Anakin. I don't know which one they're going to do. Although they might release both of them. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. For the for the purists, you have the unedited, the, the original version of, of Force Ghost Anakin, or you have the updated... <laughs> well, all he would need to do is just... It would just need to be one figure with uh, interchangeable heads. Yeah, but I think the body's like different as well, because like... Well, yeah, the body's different, but I'm saying for the actual figure itself, it just needs to be interchangeable heads. <laughs> but if Hasbro want to make wants to make more money, you know what? Instead of doing one single figure, we'll do two single figures. Well, it's like that. Uh, it's like that. Uh, that I guess it's a Walgreens exclusive figure that's coming out. The uh, for X Force, the Pharaoh figure that comes with the two extra heads oh, for the other. Oh yeah, I think that is so cheap. Yeah, I hate that. I'm not going to buy it. Because now you're going to have to buy three bodies and you're going to have five extra heads rolling around. Yeah. <laughs> Why I'm not like, just release the body with the heads as their own individual figures or make it a three pack or something? 
Yeah, I'm. I'm not, I'm not gonna buy that. I tell my friends, I'm not gonna make the the New Mutants line. I'm like, why not? I'm like, well, the movie's not coming out, and I don't want to spend X amount of money to buy three figures. Yeah, and have like extra heads. Yeah, it's just it's pointless to me. But I think that's going to wrap up this episode of the Five Points of Articulation podcast. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on Instagram or Twitter by using the handle Temple of Geek. Also, why don't you check out our website, templeofgeek.com. There you'll find all sorts of content that pertains to the world of geek. Thanks for joining us on this episode. I've been Daniel. I've been Jose. And we'll see you next time.